0: Hello and welcome to From the Newsroom, a podcast production of the Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. One Hundred Years Ago is a feature that runs monthly in the Monroe News. The following are news items from the Monroe Evening News, a forerunner to the Monroe News from January 1919. News of the death of former President Colonel Theodore Roosevelt, which occurred unexpectedly at his home in Oyster Bay, New York, was received in Monroe with much sorrow and words of deep regret were uttered by many regardless of their political belief. While making a speaking tour throughout the country in 1896, Mr. Roosevelt paid a visit to Monroe and, during his stay in the city, was the guest of the Honorable Harry A. Conant. At the time, he was police commissioner for New York City and he was being groomed for the governorship of New York and it was the first and only visit he ever made to Monroe. He spoke at the armory in the presence of a large crowd, and as he wanted to catch an early train, he was the first speaker on the program. In Mr. Roosevelt's honor, a reception was held at the Conant Home on Washington Street from 4 o'clock until 6 o'clock in the evening, and Monroeites from all walks of life called and paid their respects. And now for some local news items as there was not room in the county jail to store the large amount of whiskey that was seized by Captain Bullard of the Michigan State Police at LaSalle Saturday afternoon, it was taken to Lansing immediately after it was invoiced by the Monroe authorities. The truck, belonging to the Golden Storage and Cartage Company of Detroit, was also taken to the capital city. The three men who were in charge of the truck when confiscated have given their names as Burl Dennis, Charles Dennis, and Claude Parks, all of Detroit, and then are being heard in circuit court this afternoon. Another step forward in establishing a hospital in Monroe was taken at the annual meeting of the Chamber of Commerce Monday evening, and judging from the remarks that were made by a number of the members, another year will not pass without Monroe having a hospital. For the purpose of determining how the hospital should be maintained and how large a one should be constructed, a committee upon motion of Dr. Orvis was appointed. This committee, which is made up of Rev. Harry Frink, A.M. Stitt, Dr. Orvis Thornton-Dixon, and H.A. Bordeaux, will meet in the near future, and it is likely that before it makes its report, several of the more modern hospitals located in nearby cities will be inspected. Secretary Lang, in his annual report, called attention to the great need of a hospital, and others who spoke in favor of the movement were Dr. Orvis, Mr. Stitt, and Mr. Bordeaux. Dr. Orvis stated that the opinions as expressed in the evening news showed conclusively that the public in general wants a hospital. Now comes a porkless Saturday. County Food Administrator A.J. Burdell has been advised by George A. Prescott, Federal Food Administrator from Michigan, that along with the Meatless Tuesdays and Wheatless Wednesdays, no pork in any form is to be served on Saturday by a late decree of the U.S. Food Administration. The administration has further ordered that on other days than Tuesday, there shall be at least one meatless meal. The results in saving from the meatless and wheatless days are shown in a statement received by Mr. C.B. Southworth from the State Hotel Committee, which shows that the 1075 hotels and restaurants in this state alone, by observing the meatless and wheatless days during the month of December, saved 150,000 pounds of meat. 89,000 pounds of wheat, and 6,000 loaves of bread. Mr. Southworth has been instructed to notify all hotels and restaurants in Monroe County and request their immediate cooperation in observing the porkless day. Six Packard automobile war trucks which left Detroit Thursday afternoon and arrived in Monroe last evening at 8.30 are delayed here on account of the poor condition of the roads. The drivers encountered snowdrifts 15 and 20 feet high, on their trip from Detroit. The men had to shovel them away in many places to get through. Two of the men, H. Wilson and James Wilbur, head of the truck department of the Packard Company in Washington, D.C., were taken sick from exposure on the way and are confined to their homes at Park Hotel. Wilbur is threatened with pneumonia. This has been a look at some of the headlines 100 years ago in the Monroe Evening News. These headlines were from January, 1919. Audio production by Paula Wethington of the Monroe News. This has been a podcast production of the Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. Find us online at www.monroenews.com, on social media at Screen Name Monroe News, and in print seven days a week.